Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I am Rachel. And I'm Melissa, and we are sisters. And welcome. We're so happy you guys are here with us. Yeah, welcome you guys. So we're doing something a little different this week. We're going to do a four-part mini-series instead of just one podcast on Thursday. And we're going to break these down um, into this topic down into four-part series. Um, You know, ideally, I think people can learn from all of them, but maybe one or two of them will apply to you more specifically. Mm -hmm. And this way we can go a little bit more in depth. Um, into each of these four areas. Um, and we're actually going to be talking about conflict Ooh. because everyone hates conflict. <laughs> and everyone Even, has conflict. <laughs> e- yes. And everyone has conflict, whether you're dealing with it or not, everyone mm-hmm. has conflict. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so that's what we're going to be talking about. And I actually, then uh, we have a verse pulled out that's kind of like our theme verse for why we're doing this. And it's from Romans 12, 9 through 21. And I love it because at the head of the the section, it says how to love in action is how Mm. it's been described, how to love in action. And this uh, is, I just love this passage. Love should be sincere. We should hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Devote ourselves to loving one another and honoring each other above ourselves. Mm. We should always seek joy, hope, patience, and be faithful in prayer. We should practice hospitality. We're to live in harmony with one another, not being proud and not being conceited. It is our job it is not our job to seek revenge. We should do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And as much as it depends on us, we should live in peace with others. We are to leave vengeance and judgment in God's hands. We are not to be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. Mm. Healing with kindness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the theme verse or passage that is kind of driving this um, topic. And so today Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about when you don't deal with conflict. So like Melissa and I joked, everyone has it, whether you're dealing with it or not. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about when you don't deal with conflict. And Melissa, do you agree that I think more people don't deal with conflict than do? A hundred percent. I, it, it actually kind of sometimes is shocking. Um, as I've become an adult, the older Mm -hmm. I get, the more. Did you recently become an adult? (laughs) I did. Just when I just got, became an adult about a year or two ago, and it's really (laughs) been eye opening (laughs) how many people who are also adults just ignore it, just yeah. ignore it, whether it's with their kids, whether it's with their spouse, whether it's with their friends or their coworkers or, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, I can only imagine how bound up inside that must bound feel up. when mm-hmm. you just ignore it kind of from, cause if you're most likely, if you ignore it in one area, you're probably ignoring it in most areas mm-hmm. in your life because yeah, um, just seems like that's probably an, a natural reaction. Yeah. Bound up is a really good description. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I just picture people being mm-hmm. like entrapped within ropes, but mm-hmm. also maybe constipated. Yeah. Both are not good. (laughs) Both are relationally constipated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't know it. And today you're going to learn it. And you are going to learn how to let the ropes be cut and the poop come a flowing. Take the laxative. (laughs) Spiritual (laughs) laxative laxative. right here. (laughs) Mom's going to hate this one. Poop on your podcast? I didn't mean to. I should have said just spiritual laxative like Melissa, but poop came out and that <laughs> and I'm it's already out there. Out. And we don't edit. So we don't edit. <laughs> All right. right. So we don't deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. So Melissa, do you have anything you want to start with? You want me to start talking about this? Some examples or reasons that we should deal with conflict? Well, I think that I feel like maybe we should just quickly explain what it looks like how do we know if we're not dealing with conflict? Because I have a feeling some people, I have a feeling a lot of people don't even realize that they're not dealing with it. Um, And obviously everyone's personalities are different. Some people are like one of my really good friends. She's, she's really kind of at ease with not having to head 
um, go head first into every conflict, but it's not because she's not dealing with it. She deals with it differently than I do. Mm. Um, and, and, and she just has a very different personality. And so, whereas I tend to deal with it head on, like we have to talk mm. about this right yep. now it's like, I'm in the same way. until this, we have a conversation and, um, where she gives it time and sometimes time will make it where she's like, this doesn't actually need to be dealt with which yeah. it has a lot of wisdom in it in itself, because mm-hmm. I have learned sometimes I don't need to do every conflict head on immediately. Like, right. Sometimes giving it some time. <laughs> I've had okay. to learn that too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, um, so I want to start with, uh, there are uh, many different ways of dealing with conflict and we're going to share our experience. Obviously that doesn't mean it's the only way. So if you're right. hearing us and you're like, Oh, but I don't, I do deal with conflict, but I don't do it quite like that. That's, uh, that's okay. Cause clearly we are not the know-alls. We're just sharing our point of view and exactly and our history exactly. So, but if you aren't dealing with conflict one way, or if you're not dealing with conflict, but you're not aware of it, I think one way you can know that is if you, fe- if you kind of have a general unsettling in your gut in mm. certain relationships, like that just kind mm. of is always there. Maybe you get nervous, like you cringe, if anything, like if a conversation gets heightened, or if you maybe feel a little bit, Oh, I got to go spend time with them, or I got to yeah. go see them. Like that's not a normal feeling. If things are clean cleaned out <laughs> you know, so does we keep going down that out that road. if you're regular <laughs> if that's you not regular. normal <laughs> and oh, so um, we're going to be continuing with this poop analogy apparently it just it just works real well <laughs> so anyway so that's something I would say so yeah carry on from there Rachel yeah for sure um no I agree with that and um and I think when someone hurts your feelings and you would be like well I would never say anything Mm-hmm. You know yeah. you're not dealing with conflict. Exactly. I'm not saying you have to tell someone every single time they hurt mm-hmm. your feelings, but if you're like, "Well, I would just never say anything." Yes, I just, deal, just shove it in. Mm-hmm. You're not dealing with conflict. Um, if the same person says something that hurts you regularly and they don't know it hurts you, it's mm-hmm. not something they're trying to hurt you. They just tease about something or mm-hmm. whatever, and you couldn't fathom ever telling them. And that's someone who doesn't deal with conflict. Yep. Um, yep. If you don't stand up for yourself when you're like, "Hey, that's not really fair." Don't, mm-hmm. don't say that to me or don't treat me that way. You're not dealing with conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of any other examples? I, I can't at the moment. Yeah, I know no, there's I more. Either. We'll come, we'll come there are them. more. But mm-hmm. um, so when you don't deal with conflict, like Melissa said, it's spiritual. Oh, I know. Bondage. If something comes up and you tell everyone else about it, but not oh, that yeah. person, that is still not dealing with conflict. That's just yes. gossiping. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. And the thing is, is like, it's important that, you know, like you were talking about your friend, it's important that we work through things with Jesus. It's important that we're working on forgiving people on the side. It's not Mm -hmm. that we have to go head to head Mm -hmm. with someone every single time. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, I can work all I want with Jesus and I can forgive all I want, but I still have that like Mm -hmm. weird, unsettled, like feeling when I'm with the person. And I I mean it in my heart when I say I've forgiven them Mm -hmm. for hurting me, but maybe nothing's changing because I haven't actually gone into the conflict and said, I need this not to happen anymore. Because there's been no healing. Mm -hmm. There's no healing. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, anyways, um, but you know, the Bible talks a lot about forgiving one another and being in harmony with each other. And, um, you know, dealing with conflict really. And in Matthew, it says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. Mm -hmm. So this, let me stop here. If you don't deal with conflict, your frustration at people will come out sideways. Mm -hmm. Yes. Have not heard that term. Learn it and listen to it. Our mom says it and it's just a brilliant, it's just a brilliant way. Yeah. Therapists say it. it, Your feelings will come out sideways, Mm -hmm. meaning they're not going to come out 
directly at the problem. They're going to mm-hmm. come out at everyone Everything else around else, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe they will come out at the person who has the problem, but they're not going to come out in a way that makes sense because you're mm-hmm. not saying, hey, that one time you said this, you hurt me. Yeah. You're just like, oh, well, of course you would say that. Mm-hmm. You just, it gets snarky and sarcastic. I always, and- I always, I, I'm a visual person. So a lot of phrases and things that are said, I immediately conjure up visuals. And every time that, that phrase is said, I always pictured like a, a bottle of soda that has been sh- shaken up mm-hmm. and then it's only cracked at the top. So it's not mm-hmm. coming all out it, but it's going all over everything oh, else yeah. because That's it's coming out sideways and it's, it's shooken up and it's ex- ready to explode, yep. but it's not exploding straight out. It's going all over everything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. That's really good. Um, and so it says, go and talk to the person just between the two of you. So this means you're not going to everyone around you. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> Melissa and I, Mm-hmm. have talked about this and we will keep talking about this. There are times you need to process with another believer yep. who has wisdom and discernment and will yep. guide you towards Jesus yep. and will pray for you and help you see the other person's side, help mm-hmm. you see the whole picture. Yeah, I'm not saying never do that. Yeah, But if you're talking to five people about how annoyed you are at this one person, instead of telling the one person who hurt you, mm-hmm. you hurt me or, you know, that frustrated me or whatever. Yep. Um, that is not going, that's not biblical. It's not going to the person, just the two of you. If you're sassing them online or you're just getting little quips in at mm-hmm. a party or whatever, that is not what the Bible's talking about. The Bible is saying, go to them, just the two of you, not mm-hmm. including social media, not including a party when you're just mm-hmm. going to kind of dig at them. Yeah. You're not, that's, that's not what this verse is uh, saying. Pull them aside and be intentional about the conversation. Exactly. And in my experience from both ends of this being the person who has to enter the conflict or the person who's on the other side and is being asked to have conflict with the person or or resolve conflict, I should say, I prefer a heads up and I prefer giving people heads up. So Mm -hmm. not putting people on the spot saying, Hey, do you have some time that we could talk about what happened the other night? Or I have something I just need to talk about in our relationship. Could we talk about that? And like Mm -hmm. setting up a time when you're both on like equal ground where you're both ready and comfortable mm-hmm. with the yep. conversation. It gives the other person time to pray about it. If they're going to pray, it gives the other time, I don't know, to just get their head on straight. Hopefully they're seeking the Holy Spirit. Um, I even do that with my husband. Mm-hmm. If there's something that we need to talk about that I know might be draining, I will say is, you know, I have something I want to talk to you about is now a good time. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's good. Like, Cause he, he's a truck driver. So we talk on the phone quite a bit during the day right. and there's times where his day is really easy. And, mm-hmm. and if there's something I need to talk about, he's like, yeah, we can talk now. And yeah. there's times where he's like, I, I can't, I can't handle right. anything more stressed. I'm like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we wait until we can. So yeah. Even with, yeah. Well, I'll never forget one time I texted our older or Melissa and I have a brother between us. So he's my older brother. I texted <laughs> him and said, Hey, um, do you have a minute? Can you talk to me? And it was, I was going to ask him a parenting question, but I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, call me at this time. But Rach, I'm having a really hard week. So if it's a rebuke, <laughs> you just do it really gently. <laughs> right. It's like, Oh no, I was just going to ask you a parenting question. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was willing to hear it. He just needed mm-hmm. it to be done really gently and with the mm-hmm. knowledge that like he's had a hard week. And mm-hmm. I just always appreciated that story. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so, it, you know, there's more to this verse. There's a couple verses here. There's more to it. Um, but the gist I'm focusing on right now is go to them, point out their fault just between mm-hmm. the two of you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to drag a bunch of people into it. Um, and then another verse in Matthew 5, it says, if you're offering your gift at the altar. So this is when they did this, we don't go and offer our gifts at the altar, but let's just say we're, we're surrendering ourselves to God. And we're saying, I am, you know, I'm yours today. I'm yours every day, whatever. That's us, you know, offering a gift at the altar, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you remember while you're there that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there, 
in front of the altar, not on top of the altar and first go and reconcile with them, Mm -hmm. then come and offer your gift. Mm -hmm. So like we can offer ourselves to Jesus all day long and that's good. And he wants that, but also we need to be recognizing, do we have conflict that needs to be resolved? Well, that's how important it is that we deal with conflict is that he's like, pause, pause with me and go deal with them. Like that's kind of a huge, you know, it seems like it would be like, continue giving like because if you're serving like a way we can like offer a gift at the altar mm-hmm. is to serve like anybody in, in our church or you know mm-hmm. with you whatever and um at, at the homeless shelter whatever and he's literally saying stop and go deal with that conflict first like mm-hmm. that says so much about how important it is exactly that we must deal with conflict exactly exactly and then one more verse i'm going to focus on for mm-hmm. this part of our mini series is in proverbs a joyful heart is good medicine but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And I love that because it's such a good reminder of why conflict is binding us up Mm -hmm. when we are not dealing with it. I see it as a crushed spirit, like dried up bones. Um, And that a joyful heart is a heart at peace, a heart Mm -hmm. that is not at conflict with everyone around them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've, I've regularly said, if I've got like three people in my life, I'm having conflict with, I'm like, Whoa, what's going on here? Yep. And I have to look at myself. I'm the common denominator. <laughs> I'm the common denominator. Like, what's happening yep. mm-hmm. now? I will say I am someone who will go head to head with conflict. And so mm-hmm. sometimes there is like, I've gone to Jesus with, it and it's not necessarily that I'm the problem, but it is good to ask yourself, like, you know, what is my problem mm-hmm. here? And so agreed. Yeah. So, and I mean, the Bible talks about living in harmony with one another and being at peace with one another as best as we can, that we should live at peace with one another. And that does not mean shoving things down. And so mm-hmm. you might be someone who goes, well, yeah, that's why I don't talk about things because I want to okay. live at peace. But you're not. But you're not. You're not at peace I, within yourself. You don't have that joyful heart and in your relationships aren't healthy and whole to the best that they can possibly be in that scenario. And so there isn't true peace. There's just- no surface level piece. It's pretend piece. I remember pretend Beth Moore said, piece. yes, Beth Moore right. said something about this years ago. So I used to be like a people pleaser and I would shoot, I was doing a Bible. So, I mean, I was, I think I had like one or two kids. So it was a long time ago. And, um, and I was still trying to figure out how to put boundaries around myself and my heart. And, and, um, she was talking about how peacemaker peacemakers often are trying to keep pretend peace mm-hmm. because there's not actually peace. They're just trying to keep it surface level, like make it feel, but it's actually extremely exhausting because it's not real peace. Mm-hmm. She said it in a much more eloquent way, but it was, I mean, the fact that I remembered that one line from a right. video all these years two, ago, 18 years ago is or later. And I thought about it so much. And so, yeah, it's when you are, if you say what Rachel said, that's why I don't deal with it. Cause I don't want to upset the, the waves. I don't want to, you know, r- ruffle people's feathers, whatever you are, it is draining you and you don't mm-hmm. even realize it yep. because it is pretend it is not mm-hmm. real. And, um, anything that we carry around that is pretend is not real. That is not meant for us. Like mm-hmm. that is not, Jesus did not die. He gave his life to the fullest for us to carry around crap that he doesn't want us to carry around. And, exactly. Um, and so it is, if you are one of those people when you're like, oh, I am not good at this, this is terrifying. Um, I recommend that you start with, a small thing, like just a really small conflict. Don't start with the biggest conflict because you're going to feel so nervous about it. But yeah. Um, and you'll realize that small thing really wasn't that big of a deal. It was just fine. And it, and it and you'll feel, uh, you'll start to feel those dry bones getting moisture and you'll start mm-hmm. feeling that bond, binding around us being loosened. And, mm-hmm. um, and so you have to trust the process 
Yeah. It is worth it. <laughs> well, I have a friend right now who is learning for the first time in her life to address conflict and it's terrifying to her and she has so mm-hmm. much anxiety over it. But I told her, I was like, pick the people who are um, the ones that you know are going to do you right. Right. Yeah. So like, don't start with the, the hardest person in your life. Right. So I told her, I was like, start with me. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to receive what you have to say. And um, yep. one day I saw in her eyes, like I hurt her and she didn't say anything to me. And so I went to her and I was like, I could tell that that didn't sit right with you. Can we talk about it? And she told me, she's like, I probably wouldn't have said it to you, but thank mm-hmm. you for coming to me. Mm-hmm. And then we worked through it and she's like, I feel so much better. I was yeah. like, this is what happens at the end of conflict. Mm-hmm. When you get to the reconciliation part, you can breathe. Everyone feels so much better. Mm-hmm. And now you're at ground zero and yep. you don't have all this baggage you haven't dealt with. You're like, we've cleared the air. And now every little, like, I mean, we're going to hurt each other. We're going right. to hurt each other. Exactly. I hurt people, people hurt me. But the next time, if you deal with it, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. deal with it. And now we're back at ground zero instead yep. of five years worth of baggage mm-hmm. that's ready to be blown up. And like you said, unscrew that cap just a smidgen and it's going to come spewing out sideways. It's not healthy. My husband is not natural at dealing with conflict. This is something that he's gotten a lot better with me because we've been married for almost 25 years. And so he's had no choice (laughs) to to deal with conflict with me, but he hasn't been great. And there was some situations in our, mine and Rachel's family from years ago that he, he didn't deal with because he was afraid. His reason was he was afraid he was going to say things he didn't mean and that he would hurt the relationships there was a and, and he ended up literally probably 23 years down the road it all came flying out and one sitting uh, and he said way more than he ever would want would have wanted to say and I mean everything is fine there's been forgiveness and grace and it's amazing but he's like why 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 did I deal with that in the yeah. beginning and yeah. plus it caused him angst all the time because right it got things really got better, but he didn't feel that for a long time because he hadn't dealt with it. Right. And, and so the lack of dealing with conflict, it will come out and it will either come out in an explosion or in a shutting down of the relationship and mm-hmm. the relationship will no longer mm-hmm. exist. It just, it, it can't, we can't really continue to function in relationships when there is ongoing conflict that just right. builds on itself. Right. Well, I know you use the example of a soda bottle and that was great, but for me, I have always had the visual of I'm a pot and the water is boiling and I've, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put a lid on it to keep the water from boiling. But eventually it's going to boil over mm-hmm. if you don't yep. turn the heat down. Yep. And the way you get the heat not to be on such a high level is you yep. deal with deal your with conflict. It. And I've yep. experienced trying to keep the lid on and it yep. didn't go well. And I have had to take massive steps back from really important relationships for a very long time mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm not healthy enough to be able to even be in these relationships right now. And right. I- and it was all because I hadn't dealt with conflict. And so then yep. when I came back into the relationship, I had to be, you know, ask for forgiveness for the fact that I had to take such a big step back that I hadn't been entering into any conflict. Mm-hmm. And I had to promise I was going to mm-hmm. start saying when some, this person hurt my feelings or mm-hmm. when something was hard, because it's really my responsibility. I can't blame the other person for what they right. don't know. Exactly. And that's exactly what ended up happening with Bill in our, mm-hmm. in our family is that he was holding on to things that he never really talked to anyone about, mm-hmm. but he felt hurt about them, but didn't want to talk to anyone. And so mm-hmm. then it just kept building and building and it mm-hmm. became this big volcano. And thankfully everyone loves him enough that it, they, because that could have ruined, I mean, that could have in a lot of mm-hmm. families, that could have been it. You're done. You're severed. Right. You're out. And um, thank you, Jesus, that we all love Jesus. <laughs> all yeah. are regularly working to love each other and have grace for each other, no matter what. Um, yeah. yeah. When you don't deal with conflict, it it is going to suck the life out of you. 
Exactly. Okay. So Melissa, we got to wrap this up because mm-hmm. it's a mini series. It's got to be mm-hmm. small. <laughs> Do we have a challenge for people as they're listening to this? Well, I guess evaluate yourself and figure out, be honest with yourself. Do you feel conflict? And if you don't keep listening. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.